I'm Lydia. I'm Ashley, and we're your go-to gals for some honest advice and good conversation. Grab your favorite mug, brew some coffee, and get cozy for this week's episode of Coffee Table Conversations. just like we were recording this in the morning and we're both so sleepy like we're just sitting here inhaling our coffee um yeah it was a morning I'm not even gonna lie I was like we're gonna we're gonna record it this time and then 10 minutes before I still hadn't had a cup of coffee and I was like yeah that's not gonna work so maybe not yeah, yeah I woke up or no I set my alarm for seven and I was like perfect I'll get up at seven and I'll have lots of time like make some breakfast have some coffee um I got up at like eight o'clock and I was like oh my god like and I'm running around and trying to do all of like just trying to like wake up in general and then when you text me you're like can we do 8 45 I was like yeah because I'm uh, still like I feel like I just woke up no honestly like I I don't know I feel like in quarantine I got really good at waking up I think I consistently was like 7.30 and by the mm-hmm. end I was I was really into that routine and then I don't know what happened but my sleep schedule is back to whatever chaos it was before like not yeah. it's not good and I know it's not and I still haven't fixed it so yeah I think I got it for like 8.15 <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah so wait. I literally can't like having a conversation in 10 minutes no <laughs> like that's not gonna work yeah, like I, my brain just needs to process and like mm-hmm. wake up. No, hundred percent. I'm like, <laughs> <That's cool>. I'm <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, I I'm one of those people that just like side note, but I'm one of those people that if I wake up and other people have been up for an hour or something and they're fully awake, like starting conversations right at me, and I'm like just opening my eyes, I oh my god, I get like a pounding headache and that's probably <laughs> dramatic, but I'm like, you know what? I need to just like no one talk to me for the first at least 15 minutes. Let me have my cup of coffee and then I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way, except it's like for the first hour of my day, I'm like, do not try to have conversation- conversations with me because I'm just like, it's not going to happen. I just get super like irritated I'm like oh my god like I just woke up yeah. especially when people try to do like productive things like have productive conversations in the morning they're like oh let's figure out like I don't know something not fun like yeah about, like, oh let's gather your documents for your secretary of state appointment I'm like no like, I just get legitimately no. angry I'm like I'm not doing that yeah no thank you I'm not about that right now yeah <laughs> like, back in an hour <laughs> I know so that's where we're at. Um, <laughs> Struggling a little bit, but, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, that kind of, like, rolls in because you were talking about, like, productivity and in the morning. Mm-hmm. So we kind of were, th- we were trying to think of things that, I don't know, like, things that we would want to talk about that aren't really talked about a lot. And I think you're the one that mentioned, like, productivity and the guilt of that sometimes. And, yeah. I don't know, it just kind of reminded me of, like, in the morning, you're kind of forced to be, like, productive right when you wake up like do your whole morning routine but at the same time for a morning routine at least for me I have to have that like I guess you can call like quiet time (laughs) yeah that's productive to me (laughs) yeah and that's the thing too is that like I feel like it's very especially in American culture okay I should say like United States whatever (laughs) um in our culture like 
it's like being calm in the morning isn't really considered productive I think mm-hmm. it's just conventional productivity like oh are you exercising and making breakfast and getting some work done and checking your email but I mean for me that's not that doesn't like set me up for the best day like I just need some time in the morning like you were saying and like that's productive for us it's just mm-hmm. relaxing in the morning yeah no I mean that's true it's like productive doesn't always equal like you're running around doing a hundred things like you're right on work as soon as you open your eyes but because right. I, 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 I tried to do that because you know like I mean especially I was like in quarantine and then in summers and things when I have extra time like oh yeah like I'm gonna go on Pinterest like see all these morning routines like on YouTube I did a lot on yeah. YouTube <laughs> yeah. productive like 5 a.m morning routine and I wanted to be like that so bad I would make a whole plan for the next day and then I found that I mean maybe if I stuck with it I could find a morning routine that was waking up early at whatever time and it was still being productive but for me I was trying to fit like the, the YouTube I guess like formula for waking up at 5 a.m and being productive yeah. it just never worked for me and then I would find the rest of the day I would be even less productive than I would if I had gotten up at you know seven or eight take like I don't know like schedule an hour just to be like quiet time I guess like make a good breakfast so I just think it's it's a big thing that's not talked about like productivity looks different for each person and it's not always running around and working 24 7 and getting two hours of sleep because that's not productive either yeah that makes sense this is something that I've talked about with my therapist before I feel like I bring her up in every episode but like she's my therapist I pay her to do this she does a good job um but yeah she was kind of because I was telling her about the same thing I was like oh I try to apply other people's morning routines to see if it works but like the reason it doesn't work is because it's taking somebody else somebody else's formula like you were saying and Mm -hmm. trying to fit it into your own, own life so like if you don't adjust it to something that's more realistic for you, like you're gonna, I don't want to say fail, but it's not going to work out for you. And if, even if you do it for a week, you're not going to want to stick with it because it wasn't something that was like curated by you, like for your specific Mm -hmm. life and like knowing your needs and your wants and what works for you and what doesn't. Um, yeah, and so it's like, what's going to be sustainable for your life? Because, okay, sure, you can yeah. do that for a week, but if it's not going to be sustainable, then the, pro- <laughs> the productivity itself isn't even going to be long-lasting. And then, it, I don't know, it's just, it's going to be counterproductive, basically. So you don't want that. <laughs> and I feel like, too, whenever I try to do that, like, start a new morning routine, I'll just, I'll do so much. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get up at 5, and then I'm going to drink an entire glass of water and eat some breakfast and then I'm going to work out like I just do I add on too much at once and I'm like Mm -hmm. just being like okay I'm gonna get up and drink a glass of water and just starting with that and making that a habit instead of trying to like add on all of these new things because then it just feels chaotic and like you're bound to feel like you failed because you're not like you can't just jump into all these new things at once you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a whole life change all in one day. <laughs> that's, yeah. 
like you're trying to be sustainable you can't you have to I mean like you said it's it's more about changing it for the long term I guess because that's going to be like that's going to be the productivity in the morning routine that works for your lifestyle and I mean yeah kind of I keep I keep referencing like the YouTube videos but that's what I really was I would watch those all the time and like on my um I don't even know. I was going to say like for you page, but that's that's TikTok. Whatever the <laughs> discover page, that's yeah. it. Um, was on YouTube. It was for a while. It was like all morning routine stuff because that's all I watched and like how to get up at four a.m. and and all that, which I wanted to be so bad. But yeah. I don't remember which which video, but it was one video, and they basically said, I mean, they kind of made our argument where it's like you have to focus on changing one thing at a time. And then change one thing and do that for a week or two weeks. And then if you like that and you feel better doing that, then maybe add another thing for a couple weeks and see how that fits in. And I think for me, like, I don't know, like when I was younger, I was like, no, you know, I want kind of the instant result kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, I want to like change that tomorrow because then I'll feel better tomorrow exactly. Because that takes time and dedication to actually implement each of those habits one by one but I think now I think that was just a mindset of like early high school I feel like or high school itself but now I think it's and I mean I'm still working on it it's not like I'm an expert being like yeah like you're enlightened (laughs) yeah I woke up like 15 minutes ago (laughs) but um, (laughs) but I mean I guess the idea of it sticks with me more now where I I don't want like those short-term results it's kind of, I mean, I'm not even yeah. going to be a whole different topic. I won't even go into this. But, like, it kind of goes in with, like, the diet, <laughs> like, culture. Yeah. Like, that's that's a whole different topic. But, like, you want mm-hmm. you have to have long-term habits that you implement versus, okay, short-term it might work for a week or something. But, you know, it's not going to work for the long run. Yeah. Like, it's a – Wait, what, I was gonna, I was gonna say it's a sprint, not a marathon. It's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna bring up diet culture too. I mean, obviously, that's a whole other can of worms. But yeah. kind of just like, if you try to change things too dramatically all at once, it might work for a little while, but realistically, it's not sustainable for your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And like, not all of us want to eat salads every single day for the rest of our life. Like, some people, that's works for them. But personally, mm-hmm. I love fruit, so I'm like, girl, oh, give me that like, bagel. I want some pasta, you know. Mm-hmm. No, um, yeah, and I think aside from now too. Yeah, I mean, too. <laughs> and I, mean, I think that I mean, like we said, that's a whole different topic too. But like, yeah. it's the same kind of mindset. It's the same like mindset shift where if you try to change things super quickly all at once, it's not going to work. Whether that's diet, productivity, morning routines. All of that, I think once once that idea is kind of in your head, then it can be applied to basically every part of your life. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like really quickly going back to like food and stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like you're a good example of someone who like I consider you a healthy eater, but also oh. – like when we were like, oh, let's go get ice cream, and you're down. You know, you're not gonna mm-hmm. be like, oh, like, I'm not gonna get ice cream. Like I'm on a diet, <laughs> I'm eating healthy. But like, you just make little 
choices I think Mm -hmm. you're like instead of like I'm just gonna order like a side salad instead of fries stuff like that Mm -hmm. where whenever like whenever we go out to eat I'm just like oh like she's so just she's so healthy like that's actually so funny because like I I guess I didn't even realize that I mean I I realized like the conscious effort on my on like my part of doing that but it's crazy like that other people are like yeah you're a healthy eater that's kind of crazy yeah but but it's not like you're Mm -hmm. like when we went out to lunch the other day Mm -hmm. and you were like you had a grilled cheese and a side salad. You're not just like, I'm only going to get a salad. You're like, no, I want a grilled cheese. Stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know, where you're really good about being balanced. Whereas I feel like I'm an emotional eater. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I definitely am too to an extent. Like that's, that's what yeah. gets me. But I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is like a whole, I could like pop off on this. But <laughs> I mean, same thing for you though. It's like my pet peeve is when, I mean, this is like a very specific thing, but my pet peeve is like when when people are traveling, like when I'm traveling with people and they're still so stuck on the idea of like, I can't treat myself. It's like, like they're in like a foreign country or they're, you know, I mean, we were just up north, like even just that kind of thing. Like just anytime you're like on a vacation, like it's, you know, you're on a trip and then they won't enjoy it. And I mean, like, thank God we're both on the same page where it's like, you know what? We're on a trip. Like I'm right. like what we got like bumpy bumpy cake ice cream. Oh, it before yeah. dinner. I was like, right. I don't care. <laughs> That's the point of vacation. Yeah. So I mean, I think it, it's a hard I don't know. It took I guess like it took me a long personally, it took me like a long time to figure out the balance between that. Like I remember like my freshman year of college, it was very much skewed to the point where like I would only eat healthy things and I like wouldn't I wouldn't eat anything else. Yeah. Just, I, I became like obsessed with the idea of like, oh my God, I have to go. I mean, I was going to say grocery shopping, but like I had a dining hall pass. Gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> it became skewed to the point where I was like, I have to eat like, what are the soups and salads today? Because that's all I'm going to eat kind of thing. And yeah. it, like, it just wasn't, it wasn't fun because when people would go out on the weekends or something, like I would sometimes get something, but then that means like I would plan the whole like day before I'd be like okay yes. and stuff and then that becomes so like obsessive and unhealthy but yeah. when you can balance it that's that's the key where it's like you can enjoy but then you know I mean I I try I mean I'm not perfect but I try to do more of like when I'm eating at home or during the week I try to eat healthier so then when I'm on a trip or I'm going out to eat I literally eat whatever I want <laughs> I'm like yeah. I do not care. Like, I'm yeah. going to enjoy this and it's fine. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's all about balance. Yeah, that's the thing, too. And like, there's no one way to feel like you're never going to feel completely balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember which book it was, but I read a book and it had like different categories of your life. So it's like your friends and family and then your work and. I don't know, like hobbies, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And just trying to like keep everything in balance because like it helps to lay out those categories for me. Like I have like relationships with people and then I have my job and I have like things I enjoy doing and then just like relaxing time. Like those are my main categories. So trying to like keep those in balance, but also realizing they're never going to be perfectly like in balance you know yeah I mean 
I've actually never done that. I feel like I should definitely like sit down and do that because they're so yeah. different. And if you try to put them all in one, it's like, no. Right. Like it's so abstract and yeah. everything's just like floating around in your head. You're like, well, I need to be balanced. But then like if you're not, I'm a very visual person. Mm-hmm. So if I don't like, literally write them out, like, okay, these are my priorities. And also not being afraid of like being like, okay, this is my top priority. So if I – like, for example, school. If I place, like, relationships above school, it just, like, in the end, in the long term, it's not going to work out because, like, if I don't do well in school, then it's basically just going to, like, mess up other parts of my life, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Like, as much as it's, like, fun to hang out with your friends and, like, do fun things, but at the end of the day, like, if I don't get my degree... Like I'm not yeah. gonna, like I'm not gonna be happy in the end because I'm not gonna be where I want to be. Mm-hmm. No, I mean that's yeah, one hundred percent. I think it's also important to know like different times in your life, those like your priorities shift. Yeah, I mean like not even like year by year, but even just week by week. Sometimes like mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes if I have a busy like with finals or something for school. I mean, if I know that finals are this certain week, then the week before, like, sorry, friends, but I'm going to the library. Like, it's just, like, sorry if I'm MIA for five days, but you just have to put it in your head that's like, okay, at this point in my life, right now, this is a priority, and that that needs my my focus, if that makes sense, but... In the long term, it's going to get you to where you want to go, to the point where, like... You can, I don't want to say have a nine to five because then that's like not what you want. But like, right. where you can have weekends off and you can like take vacations with your friends. But mm-hmm. yeah, like it just kind of sets a foundation mm-hmm. for you to be able to prioritize those things later at some point if you feel like that's what's right for you. Yeah. And I mean, if you have friends or family or anyone in your life that gets upset if you try to <laughs> um, prioritize school or work or something, then. That's their problem. That's not yours. Yeah. yeah, like you're not as long as you're not completely outrageous and horrible. Yeah. But like to a certain extent you're not responsible for how they feel. Like if they don't understand that you're like school is really really important to you and also like you're probably paying for it if you're in college. Mm-hmm. Um then like clearly that person's I don't know. Their values just like don't align with yours, I guess. Like, and they don't understand you or, like, respect you to the extent that they're like, yeah, you know what? I'm not the most important thing in this person's life, and I get it, and they have other things going on for them. And I feel like they should want you to do the best for yourself regardless of, like, them. You know, like, it's a very – if you feel like this is what you need to do, then, yeah, go for it. Like, I want you to do well in your finals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I usually be supporting each other. Not like, yeah. Oh, give like, I mean, I it's I don't know. It's a hard balance because obviously you have to you have to put time and effort into those relationships, mm-hmm. but you have to like know. I was gonna say know a time and place, but I guess it's kind <laughs> yeah. of like you just have to know where you're at. So if you have a certain point in your life, like whether it's literally a month, a year, a week, whatever it is, just like if if you need to change those priorities to school, work, whatever, if that's the point that you're at, at least like 
I, I don't even know if you would have to let them know, but at least communicate and just be like, hey, at this, like, I'm, I have finals coming up, but like, I can't mm-hmm. wait to catch up after, or like, I hope you're going to do well on your finals if they're, you know, also in school, but just letting you know that like, okay, at this point, I need to focus on this, but like, you still matter to me, like, I hear you, but yeah. I just need, you know, I just need a little time to, like, school is my thing right now, finals are hard, so right. I guess just communicating that and just being, just being clear, it's like, okay, this, this balance of, you know, maybe usually relationships are at the top, right now that might shift a little bit, maybe school mm-hmm. is at the top for a little bit, but, yeah. you know, that's just how it goes, they, it's not, it's not set in stone where those categories are balanced it's I think it's always changing and I need to do that because I have not written out those categories but I need Mm -hmm. to do that yeah and gosh do you ever just open your mouth and you're like I had something to say and now I literally oh yeah half the Um, time (laughs) oh yeah okay um what you were saying about just communicating it I think that like open channel of communication is obviously really important even if it's like some people get weird about that stuff. I'm someone who's like, I'm just going to communicate everything. And if you think it's weird, then like, that's not my problem. But I, you know, so like if I, for example, the last few weeks, like I felt like I haven't been pulling my weight when it comes to the podcast. But I told you though, that I'm in finals and you're like, yeah, that's fine. Like it's cool. I can like take on more of the weight. So just stuff like that, Mm -hmm. where instead of just kind of flaking out and like, not communicating with people because then they're going to be like well what the heck happened just being like yeah I'm really busy like I have a busy few weeks coming up um let me know if there's something you need from me or like or if I can help but like I'm really going to be focused on classes this week Mm -hmm. just little things like that where it'll just make people feel make the other person feel better and like you care about them. You're not just going to fall off the face of the planet for a few weeks and then be like, I'm back, you know, <laughs> Hi. letting them know ahead of time and giving them, letting them know that they can reach out to you. Like, it's not just like, okay, don't talk to me. But if they really need something from you, like you're there for them. But for the time being, like, you're just going to be a little bit less, I don't know, less intense or like mm-hmm. less frequent communication. No. Yeah. And like, that's, I think, I, I don't know, I feel like I, I really appreciate when people actually say that. Because, yeah. I mean, we, we all know that feeling. I was like, as soon as you said, like, finals, I was like, oh, my God, I literally am having flashbacks, like, sitting at the library at 3 a.m., like, <laughs> like ripping out a paper. And the idea of trying to balance or, like, I don't know, like, deal with anything besides those finals and work, yeah. like, that just, oh, yeah, I was like, I get it. I totally get it. And it's just, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, this week, you know, it's just we each had the we all had those busy weeks. Yeah. Months, whatever, you know. So if you just communicate that to someone, that's you know, like because I, I was like, Oh, I like I know she's there and I know she like she still cares and not like, okay, bye. I'm like right. bye, like radio silence. Like I mean, I know <laughs> like you're you're doing finals and work. Like that's and like I mean, friends and family should support you in that, not like oh, like, you're being so annoying, <laughs> you're studying, like, no, that yeah. shouldn't be a problem. And I think we're almost socialized. I don't know if this is just a thing with my anxiety or what this is, but even when people say, they're like, yeah, don't worry about it, like, I got it, I still feel bad because in my head, I'm like, oh, they're just saying that, like, they don't really mean that. And then I mm-hmm. feel guilty, even though 
the only reason I feel guilty is because I assume the other person is just like not being honest with me. And like even yesterday when I was texting you and like I think I was making dinner or something. <laughs> I remember being at the stove and that's when I got this idea for the podcast because I'm like she said it was fine but I still feel bad because I haven't really been pulling my weight for the last few weeks. And I was like, okay, why am I feeling like this? Like, Mm -hmm. um, and I think I just need to learn to take people at face value to a certain extent. Like if they, okay, that's not the right way to put it. But like, basically, if someone says something, I should just like, I should believe them, especially when it comes to stuff like that. And like, they're my close friend. If they say it's okay, then yeah I'll just assume it's okay and if it's not okay it's not my fault that they didn't tell me that or they didn't communicate that like hey I would really appreciate it if you could do like xyz so just not being not just assuming that everyone's lying to you like just to be nice and you know because you're friends but just kind of like accepting Mm -hmm. what they have to say I guess and not feeling like if they don't if they feel a certain way like it's their responsibility to bring it up yeah no I I honestly like when I do the exact same thing when I text people and it's, yeah I mean it'll be like close friends and they'll say it's fine I'm like oh like, and they go really oh, yeah of course they'd be like okay like sounds good but in my head I'm like oh my god they're literally so mad they're yeah. literally so mad like whatever but you know like I don't know in reality when I actually think about it like they're fine They'll tell me if yeah. not. But yeah, it's just I think it's just like a a pressure thing of like outside factors. And I think also, I mean, it's kind of like an, another I guess like subcategory, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um the just the idea of like productivity guilt, because we also like t- we've talked about that before. And even if like, you're okay how do I even put this? Because I think it's a, it's a very specific thing that we all go through, but no one really talks about it, where it's like, even if you just need some time away from the craziness of whatever responsibilities and you just need time to breathe, like, like if people invite you out to do this or whatever, or if you have a new project and you just need time to breathe, because if you don't have that time to breathe, you're not going to be productive in the long run. But mm-hmm. I feel guilty about taking that time to even just relax for a day. Like, I yeah. have to schedule in those – I literally schedule in, like, afternoons where I just relax, basically. But it's, like, it's just time for my brain to relax. <laughs> like, I need that. and But then I feel guilty. I'm like, okay, yeah. I had this extra time. I should be doing all these things. And it's kind of, like, the idea of – like, I'll text someone and be like – hey, sorry, like, or, you know, I'll respond to someone and be like, hey, I'm so sorry, like, I was just taking a nap, and, like, I feel, I feel gross saying that. Yeah, like, apologizing, because you're like, like, I was not doing something productive, and then you feel, like, lazy almost, because you're like, oh, they're gonna think I'm so lazy, like, I took a nap in the middle of the afternoon, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, it's, like, it's different, like, if I I text someone back and be like, oh, hey, sorry, I was at work, or sorry, I was writing a paper, versus I'm oh, sorry I was taking a nap or I was I, I don't it just sounds like I was relaxing because I just yeah like it doesn't sound out. like a good excuse yeah but it's like for me and I know, I know for everyone that's you have to have that like it's just as important because you have to take time to breathe and like 
I don't know, just like, I guess, relax your brain. But it's just this, this overarching pressure of, okay, but if you're not at work, and you're not doing this or that, then it's irrelevant. And that sucks. (laughs) I felt this at work yesterday, too, because I got off early yesterday. And I was standing there and I was like, okay, I have a full afternoon to do whatever I want. Like, what should I do? And I was like racking my brain for something productive. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you know what? I can just relax when I get home. You know, like I've already gone to work today. Yeah. And I don't have like I just finished up my classes not too long ago. So I can just relax. And there's and I still felt guilty, but (laughs) like in the process. Yeah. But like telling myself that it's okay to relax even if I maybe didn't believe it that much um like was a huge step for me because Mm -hmm. especially in quarantine I think quarantine really helped me realize that we don't need to be productive like all the time like our value is not based on how many things we do and like what we get done in a day Mm -hmm. so because I remember feeling just so guilty for not doing anything and mm-hmm. again my therapist I told my therapist this and she's like well why can't you just enjoy this like why are you coming up like trying to make up things for you to do like why don't you just see what you're naturally drawn towards doing and when I started doing this I was like oh yeah like I kind of just want to draw not because I want to post it anywhere like tell anybody like I just want to draw even if it's horrible um, and just allowing myself to lean into that time because realistically, when else am I ever going to have that kind of time again where I don't have work, I don't have school, like I don't have to be anywhere, I don't have appointments. So just like leaning into that. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I really struggle with that like at the beginning of quarantine. But I guess through, I mean, yeah, it was literally three months, which it doesn't even seem like it was that long. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. like three months but I could definitely tell in the beginning because I so basically the first week of quarantine was my spring break so I didn't have work school anything even remotely so that first week I felt like trash I just remember being like oh my god what am I doing because we went from finals with in-person work in-person classes studying for finals papers like all of that at once it went from all that to literally nothing and then that was that was hard. And and then I could tell throughout the three months, I was like, okay, you know what? Today I'm just gonna like my my I guess like productive thing for the day was going on like a really long walk. And that was nice. It's like that's yeah, I think it was the mindset of when else am I gonna be able to do this? So that I leaned into that more, just keeping yeah. that in mind. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's 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 definitely an overarching issue of this whole productivity guilt thing I feel it all the time whenever I'm relaxing at any point whether it's during school during quarantine I still struggle with that but I try to remind myself but it's still it's still hard yeah and I think it's important to realize that we're always going to feel like we're not putting enough energy into something else Mm -hmm. like even if we're really being productive and focusing on school or work but then we're we also feel like we're neglecting our friendships. Be like, oh, I haven't talked to so and so in a while. Like, there's always going to be some level of guilt if you expect yourself to balance everything perfectly. True. 
That's like true. you're never gonna be you're never gonna feel a hundred percent balanced in anything. It's kind of like when people say, like, don't wait until you're ready to have kids because you're never gonna be ready. You know, right. like obviously there's you want to be able to like financially support them and emotionally support them and things like that, but if you have those basic things, like, you're never going to feel ready to bring another human into the world. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah. So, just, like, accepting that you're never going to feel 100% balanced. You're always going to feel like something else, especially as you get older, needs your time and energy. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of, like, (laughs) it's kind of sad, but also just, like, but it's important to realize. Yeah. Like, it's liberating, almost, to not feel like you have to worry about like trying so hard to balance things because they're never going to be balanced so just mm-hmm. like, just do the best you can overarching overarching <laughs> do the best you can and if you need that nap take that nap that's still being productive yeah <laughs> I mean it's true it's yeah and I think I, I I would think back to like when I was in quarantine we were just basically like I would take my long walk and that was my thing for the day and I was happy with it Uh, I I would think back to like, you know, last year when I was, it was during finals. I remember I had literally hadn't slept more than two hours in like three days. I was writing this long paper overnight. I was working the next morning. And then I also had this club meeting in the afternoon or whatever. And I remember thinking back and being like, okay, if I can do all of this and I still felt like I wasn't putting in a hundred percent, that's crazy. But in like when I was in the moment, I was like, oh my God, like, okay, I have Friday afternoon free. I have these three friends that I can get dinner with and let me squeeze them, squeeze them in there, maybe breakfast the next morning. It was chaos. And like, I don't know, I guess when I'm in it, I'm like, okay, like it's fine. Everything's fine. I have this extra time. This is when I can fit it. But then yeah. looking back on it, like, how did I still feel guilty? Like, that's how you know it's yeah. a problem when all that was going on. And I still felt guilty when I would just sit down for a second. <laughs> like, yeah, what the like heck? even when you're doing the most you could possibly do. Yeah. You yeah. still feel like you're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What a time. <laughs> that's, that's a hard feeling too. It's like you're doing your best and you still feel like it's not good enough. But mm-hmm. not because anybody's telling you that it's not good enough, but because you just kind of like set this – impossible standard for yourself and I think we all do yeah Um, like yeah I I don't even know just knowing where your limits are and knowing what's realistic which I understand Mm -hmm. as a whole like it's easier said than done like pretty much anything else yeah Um, I mean true 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 I think that's the first thing is just realizing and recognizing it and I also like your I mean I need I need to do this too so like not that I'm the model for it but um, your point of writing out your different categories of your life and about, I mean, it's never going to be fully balanced, but just recognizing what stages in your life those might shift and what needs to take first priority. And I think mm-hmm. based off of that, productivity kind of works into it. And then kind of combating that idea of um, productivity guilt is based off of that. So I think, I think that's a really good first step is just to lay everything out and seeing, I don't know, I don't want to say, like, how your life is laid out, because, you know, there's always going to be other stuff, but generally, you know, generally different points in your life, and different categories of your life, and then from there, just recognizing that 
this is this is what I have. This is what needs to take priority at different times. And I mean, yeah, if you're a very visual person, which I know we both are, that helps. Mm -hmm. And I think it can change week Mm -hmm. to week. So maybe I should start doing this. Maybe like every Sunday night or like whenever you have time to sitting down and looking at your calendar and kind of placing things like in order. So it's like this week is final. So I'm really going to focus on school and then friends would move down a bit. But like right now I'm done with my classes. So school is like out of the picture and I'm like, okay, so what, like, do I want work to come first? Do I want my like relationships to come first? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good idea for Sunday night. Just to come up your week. Yeah, or, like, if you have any appointments. Yeah, I need to do that. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> That'll I be my goal. that, and I'm like, Ugh, I should just do it right after, otherwise I'm not going to do it. Honestly, yeah, same. Just what when you have it in your head, do it. <laughs> oh, it's Thursday. Okay, maybe that's not a great day. Like, <laughs> I think I'm be, like kind of <laughs> towards the middle, kind of towards the end. Perfect day. Yeah. <laughs> great. But, yeah, I mean, just taking time to recognize that, I think, that's the overarching lesson. Categorize, try to plan that out, and I guess plan your priorities. <laughs> yeah, and don't feel bad if you yeah. miss that. Like if you take that know. nap. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah nap. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Coffee Table Conversations. We hope you enjoyed hanging out with us. Keep up with us on Instagram at Coffee Table Convos, and join us next time for a brand new episode.